Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm very excited because you know that Our next guests are actually talking about two subjects that are very dear to me. You know, one of them is the birds. I think if I'm going to be reincarnated, I'm going to end up as one, but not a raptor. But I'll end up as one of the songbirds, I think. And, of course, this idea of of reclaiming our night skies, which is uh, something that has relatively recently come to my attention and I'm basically obsessed with as I go up and down our roads at night and think, well, why are all those lights still on? Like, no one is in those buildings. There is zero reason that anybody needs to have all those lights on. What is going on? It's a tremendous waste of electricity for all of us. But more importantly, it's making uh, it impossible for birds and for other living nocturnal creatures to go about their regular routines in a way in which they need to do to survive. So joining us right now... And right here with me in the studio are Meredith Barges and Craig Repass. Repass, yes. Repass, who are with LightsOutCT.org, which I'm delighted to know is even an organization. I'm going to hear all about it. And these two people come to us from different backgrounds, but with a common shared interest in our environment. Earth Day is coming up. When is Earth Day, anyway? The 20th. The 20th? 22nd. 22nd, okay. Mm-hmm. But you know on this show, every day is Earth Day. So... Um, Meredith and Craig, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Hi. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. You want to lift that up a little bit, make it real comfortable for you. So, Meredith, I saw that you were going to be in Greenwich soon, and you're having a bunch of other appearances. And are you also a Yale Divinity student? Did I read that correctly? That's right. I'm a third-year Divinity School. I'm I'm getting a master's degree in Divinity, and I should be graduating uh, mid-May. Congratulations to you. you. And then what will you do with your life? Well... Um, I'm also a policy researcher with the Yale Bird-Friendly Building Initiative. That's through the law school. And we're preparing a report on how to make cities uh, safer for birds, in particular preventing window collisions. Do you think Yale could shut the lights out and get rid of the building that is attracting all those birds that are dying on the windows? Well, that's actually the building. um, It's Edward P. Evans Hall, which Mm -hmm. is on Whitney Avenue. That's actually the building that catalyzed this entire um, study that's happening at Yale. So they're the one. But have they fixed it yet? They've started to. They've 
on the rear portion of the building, they started to install uh, feather-friendly film. So it's a way to make it so that the birds can see the glass. So the, the uh, collisions on that portion of the building have declined. But I will say that my friend Natalie saw a yellow warbler um, in a cherry tree there two days ago, and my heart kind of stopped as joyful. I want to be joyful for the return of the warblers, but I can't be because I know the risks that they... They're going to crash into the window. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So I can't be happy when someone tells me that they saw a yellow warbler at the... Ed- Ed- what is Ed- taking Ed- them so long? I reported on that story, what, Melissa, six months ago? What is the problem with Yale? They don't have enough money? Give me a break. I know. That's the frustrating thing. They have somebody thing. like you who's here with me talking, and you're studying it at Yale, and they don't fix yeah. the problem in front of them. It's pretty disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really hard to change minds. Um, I've been going across the state giving presentations about this very issue, and I always show a picture, an aerial photograph from a satellite of the eastern United States with the way everything is lit up, especially going from Philadelphia to New York and up into Boston, and it's just extremely bright. The entire outline of Long Island Sound you could see because it's lit up. And I like to point out that each one of those dots of light, or if it's a huge glowing mass of light, is somebody making a decision to keep those lights on. Mm-hmm. And so it's a matter of changing people's minds. Like there are no boogeymen out there. There are steps that you can make to um, make the skies friendly to birds, um, healthier for us and other um, forms of life. But everybody is making a decision to keep that light on or not taking steps to make it friendly for the environment. Mm -hmm. So we have to change minds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we really do. Uh, We've gotten into that. we're, We're such a selfish species anyway. But we've gotten into the habit of putting lights on that are completely unnecessary. And I see this particularly in commercial spaces. I see this on post roads. I see this with uh, building and planning uh, zoning commissions not mandating, because I think they need to, that the lights are off mm-hmm. when the store is off. You know, And then they, they carry on, and, they, and I'm a lawyer, and they carry on and say, well, for insurance purposes, we need to have all the lights on. No, actually, you don't. You can have a motion detector. You can have something that is a lock on the door. You can do whatever a reasonable thing you can do, but you don't need to have all the lights on. Have you seen these storage facilities? Oh, oh thank They're you for They're some of the worst that. offenders. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always wonder, why do they have to have it lit up so bright? So crazy. All the time. And for somebody's that, stuff, and nobody is there. No one is. Yeah, I've never th- seen anyone. I think what they're trying to signal is, look how bright we are. Your stuff is safe here. And studies show that uh, bright lights don't equate to safety. Mm-hmm. You know, It does not decrease accidents. It doesn't do anything to hit crime. There was a mm-hmm. study that came out of England that, that demonstrated that. In fact... With these bright lights that we are using now, people can hide in the glare. And when you're driving, that glare is affecting your vision. So you're, you're not seeing as well as you could if they take uh, other measures. So, so, Meredith, go ahead. Tell me what you know. You're a bird watcher. You're a carer about birds. Begin the education. Why is it so important that we turn the lights off at night? Well, A lot of people love birds, but a lot of people don't quite realize that birds, a lot of birds, like 50 to 60 percent, they migrate at night 
a lot of the birds that we see, um, you know, in spring and fall, they're just here briefly passing through, and they actually start their migration journeys just as like dusk is setting in. Then they take to the to the air, so they're flying over at very high, you know, altitudes, and the the lights that we emit make it so that they can't see the natural cues in the environment that help them to know where they're going and when to land because they're looking for natural clues natural lighting clues they navigate incredibly by the light of constellations stars the moon and they can't see the stars with all the light on on the other way exactly nobody can see the stars we can't see them either that's right. And they also fly with like the, the setting and the rising sun. So if they're flying over a gigantic ocean like Atlantic Ocean, say, and it's dark and they see a light ahead, they're going towards it thinking this is the sun. That's maybe a sun. So I'll orient. That might be west, uh, east. So they start orienting. And then but that's actually New York City or that's oh. Stanford, you know, or that's. You know, that's our bright lit, brightly lit city, so it's confusing to the birds. And then they come over and then they cr- they fly to those areas and then land because they're tired. And they end up in unsafe areas where they're more at risk of things like window collisions, which you mentioned about Evans, Evans Hall, unfortunately. But they are more susceptible. Window collisions, predation, they're tired, they're confused. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning when they're getting ready to to eat and reach, you know, get some worms and things, then they crash into windows and it kills one billion birds in North America every year. One billion birds. No way. It's hard for us to understand that number. No way. One billion. So that's probably a conservative estimate. That means gorgeous birds that are flying all the way from places like Argentina, Costa Rica, Belize. They're spending the winters in these really beautiful tropical rainforests fly all the way here to Connecticut or to New York or, you know, the areas, and they crash and they die. So a billion birds, that's just from window collisions. Mm-hmm. And then there's other threats in yeah. the environment. But so we know that, but the study show, and you want to talk about this? Yeah, absolutely. This, um, to unpack that figure of one up to one billion birds, half of that they're crashing at night because they're uh, crashing into these buildings. They're disoriented because the floodlights on our skyscrapers are on our monuments, like the 9-11 monument uh, in Manhattan. Um, but Why don't we turn the lights out at night? What do they need to be there for? Um, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we need to turn them off. Um, the monument, um, the 9-11 monument, that's not going to go anywhere. That's Right, very the monument is close, there. It's very, closely monitored by New York City Audubon, though. They do a really good job. I will say hats off to those people because when too many birds get caught, they dim the lights and then mm-hmm. the birds uh, get caught. They yeah, they have experts their- monitoring the density of the birds around wow. the beacons, and then they will shut it off for um But that's tw- rare that you minutes. have people doing that. Most of the mm-hmm. time, the lights are there and, pe- and the birds are crashing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Right. Let's go to Gloria from Westport. Gloria, hi. You want to weigh in on this? Welcome. Hi, Kylie. So I hope you're feeling better today. Um, and yes, I would. I feed the birds year round on uh, trays and on the squirrel busters. And um, I usually, I mean, I knew about this years ago. I have blue painter's tape, the removable tape, across all the windows that I can't close at night with shades or blinds. And on my storm door, my glass storm door, and I find that on occasion, on a rare occasion, even during the day, they will crash into the window, uh, even though it has a tape on it. Is there anything else that you can recommend that would be helpful? Uh, You're doing a lot. Um, Obviously, we, like the birds, we cannot see through glass. We uh, we, we, Obviously, we see through glass, but we cannot see the glass, and it's not an... um, object for us, but by you putting that tape on, that helps tremendously. The recommendation is to have the um, spacing two inches apart. Okay, yeah, some places are a little more than two inches, not much, but a little bit more. Yeah, these, Maybe three inches or four that's, inches. That's the two-inch rule is really for hummingbirds. Most birds could probably uh-huh. get away with two by four. Oh, okay. But then so you, she's doing okay. Yeah, so when you narrow it down by two to two, that's really for in case you get hummingbirds. But it sounds like you're doing a lot. And um, Gloria I mean, loves nature. Oh, it sounds like Gloria <laughs> loves. And then the thing about it is that the really at-risk birds, the migratory birds, the species where we're seeing a lot of huge species declines that we've seen since the 1970s, that um, if it's during fall and spring migration, you can do some extra things to make sure that you're not harming those birds that are, like, at risk or even possibly endangered mm-hmm. birds. Such so, as? So, which type of birds, you mean? Or the things in No, your- no, what is the thing? What is the extra okay. proportions I can take? <laughs> right. So um, you could do simple things like um, you could put up, like, a little bit of netting or... Um, you can put like little pegs at the bottom and then string up like a piece of like uh, twine like up and down just for those weeks. It's only like maybe three or four weeks peak in the spring Mm -hmm. and the fall. So you could do something like that or you could do exterior screens um, and then also like little stickers, decal stickers. There's some really attractive ones that are coming out now. On our windows? Yes. And do they peel off in case we want to? Oh yeah. And where would we buy them? Um, there's uh, certain nature stores. There's the Fat Robin that is uh, in Hamden, Connecticut. They sell these. Um, uh, there, you could go to the American Bird Con- Bird Conservancy. They have um, a, a page on how to bird-proof your windows. Oh, that's with, good. With yeah. links the American on. Bird Conservancy. There's also a very good bird store on Black Rock Turnpike in Fairfield. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the name of the store. I get emails from them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Birds Unlimited. Let oh. me just mm-hmm. check and see. But um, I'm very careful not to put any. Um, I'm not a lawn person. If I'm going to have somebody come in and see if they can do it, I, I leave yeah, everything we have no, up. We have no pesticides on our lawn either. Yeah, yeah no pesticides, and I was told not to pull up the dandelions. Right, and all that no, kind of stuff. they're all there. They're so all, that's all what the blue I'm posies. Doing. Also, my my too. You know, I, I was telling, we're chatting with um, Meredith Barges and Greg Rapass from Lights Out CT, which is a movement to turn our lights out at night. 
as a way to try and help our birds, which are disappearing by the millions and millions and millions every year as a result of unnecessary collisions with the buildings that we built that don't have to be lit up at night. And we all know there are exceptions, and we all know, yes, occasionally we have to have something lit up, but it doesn't have to be to the extent that we're doing it right now. So let me ask you something, Meredith Barges and Craig Repass. Repass, Repass, yes. I keep saying it wrong. Uh, Craig, I know you're on Hamden. You're very active in the trust over there, the land trust. What, if any, bills do you want to see passed during this legislature that you think could accelerate this? Is there anything in particular? Yes, there's uh, one bill. Uh, we call it the Lights Out Bill. It's HB 6607. Um, it will require that the state of Connecticut shut off their lights from 11 o'clock at night to 6 o'clock in the morning during the spring and fall migration. Um, it is estimated uh, that it will save the state about $2.9 million. Per year? Per Per year. But how many birds? That's what I care about, more than the money. I wish we could answer that question. Um, the studies have been rather um, broad. Right. Um, so we're making an assumption that we'll save some birds. Oh, many thousands, thousands of birds. Of oh, you birds. think because, so? Oh, yeah, because just uh, just on the Yale campus in New Haven, just in the last year, we've they, they've uh, found 900 window collision victim birds. So 900 in Yale University. And so that's just one small area. So extrapolate Why don't that you out. make Yale do something, Meredith? You're there. Oh, yeah. oh no. Um, I convinced my divinity school to join Lights Out. So our divinity school does Lights Out. And then the, the School of Nursing is going to be uh, putting things up on their class. They're doing things building by building. And okay. we, we have the goal of becoming a gold standard a bird-friendly campus, but it's just like uh, we have in place like an operational rule that all new buildings have to be bird-friendly. All new. It's just retroactive. And does that mean they are turning off the lights? The the lighting is a challenge. Mm-hmm. The lighting is a big challenge. Yeah, it is. They don't want to turn the lights off. For security reasons, It's mostly. such bull crap, <laughs> the security <laughs> reasons stuff. Yeah. I that's know. A, that's they could do it with such more minimal lighting. In mm-hmm. other words, it doesn't yeah. have to be all or nothing. Yeah. yeah, but it was like what Craig was saying is that at Yale, there's no shortage of funds. You know, we have a massive endowment, massive $60 billion endowment. Then we have the greatest experts in the world, scientists who know this problem. We've got policy experts that are studying it. It's a problem of just changing people's minds and attitudes about lighting and to see that light pollution has harms. Mm-hmm. It also has harms for, for people. That's right. We've been yeah. doing. I, I had a guest on who told me how many people already struggle with sleep deprivation, mm-hmm. and that one of the reasons is there's too much light in our altogether environment outside mm-hmm. at we night. Don't, yeah. yeah, we don't know how to turn off, like turn our lights off, but also turn off as people. We don't know how to turn off at the end of the day and go into a time of rest. Mm-hmm. We really need to be able to reclaim that. You know, that's for our own health and our own well-being. Yeah, there was a study put out by the AMA talking about the issues that... We're going to have to have a redo. You're going to have to come back. Okay. Please. <laughs> Craig, we pass. And and uh, Meredith Barges of Lights Out CT, which has a schedule of all the different kinds of activities and events you're going to be appearing at. That's lightsoutct.org. Thank you for joining us today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com. 